Welcome to the inaugural episode of Talk Me to the Movies. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brenna. And I'm Kara. And we're really excited to get this started. We are just two movie lovers in Dallas, Texas. We're co-workers. So we talk about movies a lot when we should be working. <laughs> and we just thought it'd be cool to do it in a more official manner. Um, and first things first, to get us started... The Oscars are a week from Sunday, so why not kick it off with talking about our predictions and our secret internal desires of what we wish could win in a perfect world. (laughs) And I think this is probably a good um, alternative approach to talking about our movies instead of annoying our coworkers around us, so... (laughs) They love it. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully there's people out there who actually find this interesting like we do, so yeah, we're excited. Awesome. Should we kick it off? Yeah, let's do it. What do we want to start with? All right. So we're going to kind of start with some smaller categories and work to uh, the big kahunas. (laughs) The first category we'll start with is best costume design. And so for each of these, as we go category by category, we'll talk about what we think will win, like what we would put money on, and then what we would love to win. So with that, do you want to start, Kara? Yeah, I'll start. (laughs) Best costume design who I think is going to win is Little Women. Sadly, I, not sadly, but um, this is a place I want Little Women to be recognized, but I'd rather see them in some other places. But typically period pieces do well in this category, so that's one reason I was thinking that. Um, and the one I want to win is Jojo Rabbit. Ooh. Yeah, does that surprise you? Not really. I think the costumes are really cool in that movie. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. But yeah, I chose Jojo Rabbit because... I think that's the only um, place that Jojo Rabbit has a chance of winning in the Oscars. So that's what, I, that's what I'm kind of wanting to happen. Yeah. I love that. I think it would be good to see some Jojo love um, at the Oscars. If anything, just because I love Taika Waititi so much. and <laughs> um, Even as Hitler. Even as Hitler. Gosh. <laughs> He's probably one of the only people that can pull that off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought, oh my gosh, Scarlett Johansson just looked... So beautiful in all of her outfits. She freaking did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. So I totally get that. Um, so my pick is also Little Women. Um, I felt like there's not a clear front runner in this category this year, but maybe yeah. I've just missed all the discussion about it. But I agree with your logic that period pieces always kind of have an edge here. Um, and it's also what I picked for what I hope would win because you'll see as we get further along, I want Little Women to, to win almost everything. <laughs> gonna get a little redundant but but also I um Kara and I both love a lot of other movie podcasts and one of them there was a really cool interview with Greta Gerwig just talking about how she was inspired for these costumes and I just feel like she was super intentional about making it true to the book and how she didn't want Joe to be wearing big fancy hoop skirts because it's not really a Joe thing to do and it was just super cool and it's also have you heard about how it's inspiring real fashion trends? How no. that movie is? I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like on Joe's front or yeah. everyone? Kind of like mostly like Joe, Laurie kind of things, but like with the big scarves and like flowy blouses. I'm sure it's just because the internet is creepy and tracks me, but I keep getting articles suggested for me that are about little women fashion trends. I'm all about it. I'm yeah. all about it. It's so cool. <laughs> it's amazing. Great. We're off to a good start. <laughs> yes. So how about best editing? That will be the next category. You want to start us off? Sure. So anything technical, I don't feel super confident in, but who really does? Um, <laughs> I picked The Irishman here. Um, I think just because it's long <laughs> and it's also adapted from a book. So I don't know if that really gives things an edge, but to me, I feel like it should if you're taking a source material and cutting it up for a movie, but making it still make sense. Um, and yeah, just all the switching timelines I think is impressive. Although personally I found it confusing, but I can admire what an editor had to do there. Um, and yeah, that's really all the logic I have behind that. But what I want to win is Parasite just because it's Parasite. I I don't know. I can't think of some editing standout moments, but... Should we just go ahead and put the qualification here that we'll probably be talking about <laughs> Little Women and Parasite yeah. for most of this podcast? It's good for our audience to know where our heads are at yeah. so they don't get their hopes up. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have? Okay, so I picked 
I, I just think a lot of these, whenever I was picking them, I was thinking about like the Academy wanting to share the wealth of these awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of why I chose Ford versus Ferrari is a, this is another category that I think this might be the only chance. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they get it for sound editing um, because mm-hmm. cars are loud. Um, but I could see them getting best editing here. Um, but also... My personal pick was actually The Irishman, Ooh, which is kind of funny because I wasn't a super huge fan of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm part of that uh, group that really thinks this film is a little too long. Um, but <laughs> part of that also is I think that the editing, even though it is kind of confusing, but they were jumping through different timelines in these people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a lot of thought put into that. And so I chose... Uh, Thelma for that and I kind of listened to an interview about she's been working um, with Scorsese for a very long time and Mm -hmm. um, I kind of respect that relationship that they have yeah and I'd like to see a woman up there so there you go yeah it's always good logic too (laughs) yes Yes. (laughs) cool I like that we are on the same page there on Mm -hmm. a somewhat very ambiguous category that is so true (laughs) awesome so next we'll do best makeup and hairstyling what you got there? Oh, man. I have not seen Bombshell. <laughs> but I really... This is... I think Bombshell will win in this category. Um, we were just talking about this. But all the, all that went into, like, Megyn Kelly's... The makeup and everything. I I think that they're going to be represented here. Um, but I actually chose Joker to for who I want to win this category. <laughs> I know <laughs> that this doesn't make very much sense. Because it's kind of everyone wearing... I forgot what you said earlier, but everyone's just kind of wearing normal people clothes uh, and normal people makeup. And Mm -hmm. all it is is really clown makeup. But I do think that there is, it's kind of nice, refreshing seeing Joker portrayed in kind of a different way uh, this time around. And that hair that he has is incredibly oily. So (laughs) (laughs) much respect to the hairstyler who touches that hair every day. Oh my gosh, that's so true. What did you choose? Um, I chose Bombshell for both. Okay. Um, I truly, though, I don't have real any real heart allegiance anywhere here. But um, yeah, I just think, regardless of your thoughts on the movie Bombshell, it's really impressive what they did there, especially with Charlize looking like Megyn Kelly. I think Nicole Kidman, it's harder to see her as Gretchen Carlson. But I mean, gosh, it's just Charlize is arguably one of the best actresses of our generation but with that makeup on especially I don't even know much about Megan Kelly but I was like sure that's her like yeah <laughs> it's really impressive and um I follow Charlize on Instagram so just seeing all her posts about what she had to do on in the makeup chair every day um yeah whoever was working on her which I apologize I don't know their name but <laughs> I think it's really impressive. Yeah. Um, Did you see the video? It was like, I think it was on YouTube, but it's Megan. It's a video of Megan Kelly watching. Oh no. Uh, bombshell. What's that like? Is it awkward or is it I, like, I like, I didn't watch it, but I just kind of like scan. I was scanning. I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch that later. So yeah, I'd really like to see that. Me too. <laughs> That's gotta be so bizarre watching someone play you. And like a lot of people, have had their lives portrayed on screen, but when there's that extra step of sculpting your face, like that's got to be really eerie. Yeah, you're literally looking at yourself, and it's not even you. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Okay, so our next one is best production design. Oh, yeah. Is it my turn to go first? Um, yeah, you okay. go first. All right, oh, so... I think that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to get this. Um, I think a lot of people in the Academy really respect and are kind of reminiscent of this time in Hollywood. And there's a lot of ballsy scenes that um, (laughs) we see here of old Quentin's doing from old time Hollywood. And I think just the production design um, there is pretty, it's pretty epic. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, obviously wasn't around during that time period, but it is pretty beautiful. <laughs> we're young people. Yeah, we're really young. <laughs> However, I will say that Parasite is who I want to win this. The reason I say that is because the house that Parasite is filmed in was actually built for this film. Um, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, and literally, like, I've heard interviews of Bong, where he, Bong Joo-ho where he's saying that 
Um, Snowpiercer is his hallway movie, and Parasite is his staircase movie. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, which is freaking <laughs> amazing. Yes, makes total sense. So a lot of the narrative of this film has to do with the way that this house was built. And so I just have a – and it's literally a beautiful house yeah. <laughs> as well. But that's kind of why I – chose Parasite is just because the setting of this film mostly takes place in this house and it has a lot to do with the metaphor of the movie itself so yeah, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> I didn't know all that I I also picked Parasite as my as my desire to win yeah. um I, <laughs> I literally when I think of it I just see that house and I was like yep like <laughs> but yeah knowing all the intention behind it and everything I think that's so cool um and yeah just all the obviously the um, dialogue and class structure and everything that that movie has kind of set forth, they can totally understand that. And it's just one of many reasons why Bong is an incredible filmmaker. Yeah. Have you heard of the Bong Hive? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're in the Bong Hive. We're in the Bong Hive. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Buzz, buzz. We're yes. here. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> we talk about Bong Joon Ho a lot in our uh, our office we do. film conversations. We do. There's a lot of. Or at least some other Hive members in the office. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I also picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, that will likely win for all the reasons you said. The Academy loves Hollywood, loves singing on screen, and uh, yeah, you can't lie that that was captured really well. Um, fun fact, the winner of this category last year graduated from uh, the college I went to, and I thought that was really cool. No way. Yeah. What and was I, the film? Um, she won it for Black Panther. Oh, wow. And I was just like, I felt like I'd missed my calling. I was like, I went to design school, but I didn't get to design sets. So <laughs> I was like, can I go back and try that? And I just thought that was really cool. And I kept getting emails about it from my school. So <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it was really funny. I could also see 1917 getting this, though. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, what they had to create with all those just rubble scenes and... Anytime I think you have to set someone into a different place in time to make it believable, there's just extra amount of work involved in that. <laughs> yeah. And something else about, I literally just saw this film last night, so. It's fresh in your mind. <laughs> it's fresh in my mind, but it's not filmed in one take, but it mm. it almost, like, I don't know. I don't know how many takes it was filmed in, but it kind of looks like it was. Yeah. So the fact that that set is connected with itself like mm -hmm. is pretty amazing yeah as well. they had to kind of chart a path um roger deakins was talking about in an interview that they had to literally count how many steps it would take for them to get to one point to another and also time their dialogue for that amount of steps <laughs> that sounds like a headache yeah <laughs> it's impressive <laughs> Sam Mendes is probably like, cool, I've done that. I'll never try and do a one-take movie again. <laughs> is it a one-take? <laughs> well, uh, see, you're right. It's just only it's seemingly one-take. Oh, okay. yeah. But it looks like it's one-take. Yeah. Okay. Did you feel like when you were watching it that you were trying to guess where they put yes. the cuts? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> some some parts are more obvious than others, but... I feel like every single time anyone was standing still, I was like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold really still for oh, just an extra yeah. couple of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, we're, you're cutting behind that tree. I see what you did there. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> Sweet. What do we have next? Okay, we got best... Uh, speaking of 1917... Oh, yeah. We have <laughs> best cinematography. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I had yeah. 1917 for both. You did? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting. This category... One thing I noticed when we were kind of charting out our picks for all the categories is it seems... Like, it's very repetitive in terms of which groups of movies are in almost all the categories, which of course it's like that most years, but it seemed especially so this go around. That With it's 1917? Just, yeah, that 1917 is yeah. everywhere, and that and a handful of others are super consistent. Um, but I really like The Lighthouse is in here. Um, I didn't really love that movie, but it's it's so quirky and strange. It's just it shows a little glimpse of um, imagination within the academy. I think to have that there, <laughs> and despite people's thoughts on the movie itself, I know it's really divisive, but I do think that it was really beautiful, especially being shot in black and white. Um, to still achieve that visual beauty is really cool. But I still didn't pick it, but <laughs> I respect that it's nominated in there. Um, 
But yeah, 1917, I mean, Roger Deakins is like a legend. And I, I know I told you this before in conversation, but there's two scenes in particular in that movie that literally just, I think I said, wow, out loud, like when I was watching it in the theater for just the way that they looked. Um, so yeah, I'd be cool with it winning. And I think it probably will. <laughs> yeah. I, I also picked Roger Deakins for 1917. So I am excited to see this movie. Um, win I, I think it's definitely a shoe-in at this point I don't think anyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> there is literally a video out there for all the times that Roger Deakins has gotten gypped in this category yeah he only won for the first time a couple years ago right yeah Something and I forgot crazy. for what it was I think it was Blade Runner okay yeah 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 and he has I like don't... a million like beautiful beautiful films but yeah. um yeah been around forever yeah the, i think 1917 is totally deserving of this but i also was excited to see the lighthouse mm-hmm. i haven't seen the lighthouse and i don't know <laughs> if it's really specifically my cup of tea but <laughs> i am excited that it was nominated here so nice yeah yeah it'll make you very happy that you're in a dry place that's all i can say about that <laughs> it's a very damp movie <laughs> in more ways than one <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. So anyways. Anyway. Uh best original score. I think it's you, right? Me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I actually my who I think is gonna get it and my personal want is the same. So I am going to butcher this name and I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> but Hilder I don't. I don't know. Is this who one, you chose? One adopter. Well? It's yes. That's also who I chose. Yeah, yeah, but I saw her speech at um, what was it? At Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. And I just I I really enjoy her, and so yeah. I went back and kind of was listening to the score of the Joker, and mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed that movie. I know it's kind of divisive on certain things, but I think the score in that film really provides like the mood of the film and it yeah. it really pushes the film um along so I think that she will get it what do you think yeah I think so too um I I chose her for what's her uh, nationality do you know it um I want to say she's Icelandic I, I could be totally wrong that's amazing <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and she's had a huge year she also um scored Chernobyl which did you watch that the miniseries no I didn't it's amazing as well and it's so funny like when she won at the Golden Globes I remember a lot of the reaction was people just being like who is this person but how cool and I think like you were saying people knew that Joker's score was really integral to the film but I think after she won, people have kind of gone back and been like, oh yeah, like this is super impressive. And it's kind of weird how that worked out, but I'm really glad that it did. Um, also because, yeah, I think she's really cool. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, anytime a woman wins, like, in an unexpected way like that, it's just sad to say that. But, yeah. But it makes me happy. And like, um, yeah, it's, I've also gone back and listened to it a little bit. And I've heard about how Joaquin, specifically in that scene in the bathroom in the station, um, that he was actually dancing to that score. Really? Yeah, as they were filming it. And I feel like that's really special because it shows that it spoke to the actors, you know, before this story was even fully created. Um, yeah, it's just a cool story. And I feel like we're going to see a lot of her. Like, yeah. <laughs> just after her 2019, it was really impressive. <laughs> and is this right? Is it is this the first time a woman has been nominated in, or would, oh. if she wins, is this the first? I think that would be the first time a woman has won. Really, in this it would category. not surprise me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I Don't can't quote think me of a woman it. winning in recent years. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of. If you think about the kind of the recurring one of like Alex Alexandre Desplat being one of them, like yeah. the recurring people nominated for score, I can only think of men. So yeah. <laughs> I, I will go ahead and say, even though I didn't choose Randy Newman for Marriage Story or mm-hmm. Thomas Newman for 1917, it would be interesting because they are cousins. It would be interesting <laughs> <laughs> just to see on the screen one of them winning and then the camera panning yes. over to <laughs> the other. Just War of the see. Newmans. Yeah, I was listening to a, 
um, a interview with Randy Newman, and he was like, "Yeah, me and my cousin live right next to each other, but I don't think we've ever been to each other's houses. <laughs> but we are. We. They, I think it's a sibling or family rivalry. So that's nice. always fun. Yeah, little extra <laughs> drama. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is fun to have family members nominated together. Yeah. Um, and it, I. When I, else has that happened? Has that happened before? I don't know. I'm trying to think of even famous. Within the movie industry, famous siblings. I'm total. I know there's got to be others, but I'm totally blanking. Or not even siblings, but yeah, people Cousins who are related. Or anything. Yeah. yeah. I know this year it would have been really strange if we'd had um, a Gerwig Baumbach rivalry <laughs> in the director categories, much as I would have loved to have seen both of them there, notable snubs. It would have been. Uh, strange. <laughs> I would have been worried about them. <laughs> but it gives me hope that we could have a walk away for adapted and a walk away for best yeah. screenplay, and then they can continue <gasps> to be this directing power couple. Yeah, and... that's yeah. Hear us out, Oscars. That would be a perfect world. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm skipping ahead. Maybe we should go to the next one. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> best international feature. Um, I think Parasite. I mean, you need to talk to this too. I think Parasite is 100% a shoe-in for this category. Yeah. If it's not a shoe-in, then I think that means it's nominated for, or that it's gotten like best picture or something right. else. Yes. Um, I would be almost a little bit excited, although the world would be shocked if Parasite didn't win here, but I would start to get real excited because then I would think that the votes for it went to best picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I don't know. I'm going to be so nervous that night. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think Parasite's going to get it and I want Parasite to get it here. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved Pain and Glory. Um, it's a great film. Um, but I think, I mean, Parasite is a masterpiece in my eyes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's where we are. Is that what you also put? Yep. That's what I put. (laughs) Um, my beloved Atlantics didn't even get nominated. That would have been maybe a secret. If that had been on this list, I would have put that for what I'd hoped to win because of the math. Also, (laughs) that would have been my best of both worlds. Like, Atlantics wins Best International, Parasite for Best Picture. But, but yeah, I mean, this reminds me so much, um, without Netflix being involved, it reminds me so much of the Roma situation last year where it was a shoe-in for Best International and even more so a front-runner for Best Picture last year. But, um, but yeah, I just think usually this is a pretty clear-cut winner and, yeah, I think this is one place where we can count on what's going to happen and... (laughs) And get some joy out of it. <laughs> One surprise, though, is that... Okay, well, two things. I'm really excited to see Honeyland, even though it's mm. a um, documentary. It's yeah. an international documentary, but it's nice to see it represented here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I think this is the first time a documentary has made it into the international feature and so. into the documentary feature. So that was that's a surprise. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't seen... Portrait of a Girl on Fire or Lady on Fire yet? Me either. But I've Shame heard that that's this. kind of yeah. <laughs> I've heard that it's a snub. Yeah. Well, I don't even think it's out in the U.S. or in Texas until February. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then we didn't miss it. Yeah, we'll see it. <laughs> but I don't know if it qualified for this because of its oh, later maybe. release. But yeah, I've heard universally that that is like an incredible movie. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I thought I'd see it here, but yeah, the timing of it all then would make sense if it's maybe not fully eligible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it though. Me too. All right. Should we do documentary? Documentary. I have a confession that I've only seen one of these. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll let you start this one too. (laughs) Okay. So there, I don't know if people know about, um, some of the documentary features that um, the Obamas have funded on Netflix. Um, but American Factory is one of them. And it's it's a great film. I think it's really interesting. And we kind of work in a place where we work with, I don't know, we work with factories. So this was it was yeah, really yeah. interesting story that um, definitely connected to. However, I saw For Sama a couple weekends <laughs> ago and literally... There are things represented in this film that I thought I would never see, and it it was incredibly moving. So um, I think American Factory is going to get it. However, I really want Force Sama to get it. Yeah. Yeah. um, Mark my words, I will have seen Force Sama before the Oscars (laughs) because Kara has fully convinced me, and also I've heard pretty universal uh, good things that people are really moved by it. Um, And you've seen – have you seen Edge of Democracy? I've seen the, that. Yeah, I've seen The Edge of Democracy and Honeyland. The Edge of Democracy is really good. 
Um, I highly recommend that film. I will say that I'm not totally familiar with a lot of the back and forth that is going on in that film. I'm not too familiar with the politics of it, um, but I really enjoyed it, and I feel a lot more informed walking away from it. <laughs> but Honeyland, hey, for. <laughs> yeah, uh, Honeyland is so beautiful. I, yeah. I also, I this is a strong. This is like a strong um, list of nominations for sure. Um, Honeyland's beautiful. Um, highly recommend that as well. But yeah, Forsama has to take it. Yeah, I want it. I want Forsama to get it. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen American Factory. Um, I also earlier in the year I saw Apollo Eleven, and I, it's just so funny how the how things unfold throughout the course of a year. Because I remember when that came out, everyone was like, oh, no way anything wins by this at the Oscars. And it's not even nominated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really good. I recommend that. <laughs> um, but because I've only seen American Factory, I picked it for both of my categories. Um, also, it's filmed in my hometown. So that was oh, kind of a... Ohio. Yeah. Wow. Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Um, I had moved out of there when um, the Chinese glass company... Um, for which this film is centralized on when they came in. But I do remember the first wave um, when the GM plant closed um, and remember how people were affected by that. So um, yeah, just have a little hometown love for that. <laughs> Although the Obamas are not from my hometown, so it's not like the filmmakers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> have an allegiance there. But it was just very uh, interesting and kind of bizarre to see that all on screen. But, but yeah, I... I feel like I can't make a true educated guess, but that's my guess today. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's so interesting, like, aligning two cultures side by side, especially in a professional setting like they do there. Yeah. Like, I've never seen anything like that. And I think it's it's definitely eye-opening for people who, I don't know, aren't that associated <laughs> with Chinese culture. And it's it's really good. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Very eye-opening, for sure. Yeah. It's a hard one to choose. But. Yeah. Honeyland, I'll, I'll see that, I promise. I don't know who I'm making this promise to, but I'll see that before the Oscars also. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. I was actually surprised that didn't get into cinematography as well. Because, right? it, yeah, it's it's beautiful. You can tell just from the previews of that that it's, like, staggering. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so next, we're getting to the big categories here. This is exciting. Um, so this is Best Adapted Screenplay. And I'm just going to say that... This is the category I care most about and I'm most invested in because it's the one place that I think my dream could come true. Um, and that is... I'm um, hopeful. I'm hopeful yes. for you. <laughs> um, I might actually cry if this doesn't happen. I'll at least take some laps um, around my apartment building. <laughs> um, but I have Greta Gerwig here, Little Women, for both my desire and who I actually think will win. A um, couple reasons for that. One is that um, I just keep hearing about um, the likelihood of it. I, I cheated a little bit and looked at goldderby.com. <laughs> what is that? So that is um, for all of you who want to get into the Oscars betting game. <laughs> we didn't actually bet money on this, but um, it's a website where um, I believe it's compiled of critic scores, just the public, and one other category of people. Um it basically combines predictions from several different avenues and puts the odds of something winning for each category. And it's updated on the hour. Um, obviously, things don't change that drastically that often, but um, it's just kind of a fun little website to watch if you um, just want to try and predict the future or potentially have things spoiled for you or just see if your guesses are really off base or not. <laughs> Wait, do people actually put people money submit, down? Yeah, based off of that. I don't know if you can... Put money down actually through that website you probably can um don't sue me cold, cold derby if i'm saying <laughs> wrong things about you but i this do isn't know sponsored yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors yet <laughs> but we would gladly accept your offers um but i do know that a lot of people reference it when they are betting on the oscars um in on other websites or with friends or whatnot um, and i just it's something that i like to track as the season kind of unfolds, especially when um, at a time like this, when the Oscars are close and we've had several other award shows happen, it's really interesting to see how the odds change. Um, it's not always very obvious. It's not always that they'll change just because something won at the Globes or at SAG or something like that. It's oftentimes more based on word of mouth or how much campaigning um, certain people are doing. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, 
But I'm happy to report that Gold Derby also has little women winning here. Greta Gerwig. Yay! Gold um, Derby! Yeah! <laughs> and um, I have to say, I've actually read part of this screenplay. It's published online. Um, it's incredible. The movie's incredible. But just to read all of the background information, um, just how the scenes are set and the emotion that they want to portray there, it's, it's literally just um, really incredible. And I just... I'll probably be a broken record when this is done, but there was such care taken with this film and the screenplay is somewhere that that really shines. Um, also, just statistically, best adapted screenplay um, or original, the screenplay categories are often seen as consolation prizes for people that didn't get nominated for director or who got nominated and are beloved but probably won't win. So Oscars, do not screw this up. This you didn't nominate Greta, but this is where you could make it a little bit right. So Man, they needed they need to make it right. <laughs> I also did the exact same I thing did. as you. So of I course we might I have did. To get a fight. <laughs> no. Of course. Um specifically because every single one of these I'm gonna be like, I listened to an interview and this is why. But we're easily persuaded. Yeah, no. we're easily persuaded. But Listening to Greta about how she chose to end Little Women. Yeah. And in a way, sorry, what's the writer's name of Little Women? Oh, Louisa May Alcott. Yes. yes. Yeah. A, she ended her film in a way that she could not or mm-hmm. would have liked to. And yeah. I thought that was just a really intimate detail of the whole mm-hmm. movie together. And so, yeah, love it. Totally. We're in a complete agreement. Yes. <laughs> We're putting this in the universe. It's got to happen. And also, it's it's not always that, actually, it's probably more often than not, the directors don't always write their movies, and she directed and wrote this, so, like, come I on. just can't believe she didn't get nominated for director. I can't either. Oh, my gosh. We, that's a whole can of worms, but I was pretty mad on, on nominations day, but, but there's other snubs there, too. This is... There are other snubs. There's so many snubs. Yeah. This is, like... I mean, I've heard this a lot of places, and we've even talked about it, but it's was a crazy year for movies. Crazy strong. So, although I'm disgruntled about snubs, uh, director being one of them, it's just, I mean, the people that are represented here, it's, they're all still crazy good. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> and it's heavy on the back end of the year. Around all the yeah. same time, you have all these movies dropping that are uh-huh. like huge films. That but. used to be seen as kind of a downfall of a movie that was released at the end of the year, but this year, yeah, it's it's like the December releases are having a really big impact, which is changing the game a little bit. I, I wish Little Women got the love and attention that 1917 right? did on Christmas on. Day. Right? Like, yep. where were I the saw women? It on Christmas Day. <laughs> you did? <laughs> I, I did. Represent. <laughs> Great. I was like, this is all I want for Christmas. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't show up with like a Greta Gerwig like t shirt on. If there was, if I had one, I would wear it. If you had known what you know today, you would have. That's, oh yeah, that's very true. I would have been just starting the the army up already. <laughs> I love it. You're such an activist. <laughs> Forget it, girl, wait, yes. <laughs> All right, so we do original screenplay. Not quite as uh, yeah. emotional here, but. <laughs> original screenplay. So I, I believe that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to get this. Mm, yeah. Um, but I would like to see Marriage Story get it. We've, we've already kind of hinted on this, but, um, I think the, there's a lot of subtlety in the, the way that this film is written, um, between the characters and it's just such a beautiful portrayal of, um, even a broken relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Noah Baumbach, um, Oh my gosh, you're getting my hopes up. Yeah. I would cry if this Wouldn't happened. that be amazing? Like, I don't know which one is right before the other, but like, let's say that little Greta goes up for Little Women, and then like the next category is original, and then uh-huh. you see Noah up there, and then they show oh them backstage, like on the backstage, like hugging. <laughs> oh man. That's the thing I'm, I don't care about the other winners. That's the thing I most want to see at the Oscars. Yeah, I'm, I'm there for them. <laughs> no, but yeah, so that's what I chose. Yeah, nice. I, I love Marriage Story. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't, I have the script and I'm ready to read it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I love that film. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I have literally the exact same thing. I think Once Upon a Time will win it. Again, it's because Quentin is so beloved and he won't win for director. 
He could, but I don't think that's going to happen. Has um, he won this category before? He has. I can't remember. Yes, I think it was original. I believe... Ooh, I might butcher this. I think he's never won director, but he's definitely won screenplays before. Yeah. Um, I think he's... Yeah, he's just a favorite, and I'm a huge fan of him personally, so I'm cool with it. But I've heard but... that he does not let anyone read his screenplays. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I've heard that you can't find his... Like, oh, you like can't you find the script. Them. Yeah, you can't Aww. find the script at all. Come on. That's weird. Yeah. It makes me wonder why. Like, does he do something weird with them? But he does, would. <laughs> does the Academy read the script for each of these? You know, I was actually thinking about that this morning with Best Adapted, because I was like, I've read, like, a chunk of it, not the whole thing, but a chunk of this screenplay, and I don't know how they monitor how... I don't... I have a hard time believing... Maybe except for the writer's branch of the Academy, but the rest of them I don't think are sitting down and reading the screenplay. Most of them don't even watch all the nominated movies. We they see should you. be reading the screenplay yeah. if they're... Right? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm interested to, to learn how that works, but um, I don't... Yeah, I don't know that they do. I think they probably just look at it from a movie stance, um, just looking at the story itself and how unique it is in this category especially. Um, but yeah, that's a really good question. I don't know. I think this category confuses a lot of people, especially me. Yeah, it is confusing. Because it should be based on the script, correct? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. It's it's the script and, and also, because within the screenplay, it also sets up just what they want the scene to look like, how they, it's really, I think, where the actors take their cues for a lot of the emotion they should be portraying. For example, I'm thinking of Little Women in particular. It starts with... Um, it says, you know, Joe is running down the street. She's running, but not just running like a normal person. She's running out of joy. And it kind of, it sets up like every little detail. Obviously, actors can still per- still interpret it. But um, it really, I think, in addition to the dialogue, sets the tone for the movie. And that's why it'd be so interesting to read Once Upon a Time. Because you just think about all those little montages of um old Hollywood and I would just love to see how he explains that and how he set it up but if he doesn't let anybody read it then he shouldn't win yeah yeah <laughs> I changed well, my maybe, stance maybe he lets the academy read it he's like sure no one else yeah. can have it but you can you can rent it for a couple of days yeah there should be like a renting site for that yeah. <laughs> it's like we should start that the Netflix of screenplays <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's funny. I didn't expect us to exactly... I mean, I should have expected it, but I also picked Marriage Story for what I'd like to win. Um, for the Gerwig Baumbach cinematic universe and also just... Um, I loved that movie and I don't think it's getting the love it necessarily deserves or that people thought it would get earlier in the year. So, yeah. I have a theory about that, but we can talk about that on another podcast. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested. We'll keep you in suspense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. what do we got next? So next we have, oh, Best Supporting Actor, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, okay. <sighs> well, it's been a pretty boring year so far for the winners in the big acting categories. Um, I do think the Oscars um, sway a little bit from what happens in the other awards. I'll talk more on that later. Um, but for Best Supporting Actor... I think Brad Pitt has this, which is saying something when there's the likes of Al Pacino and Joe Pesci in the category. Um, but I mean, he he's campaigning. All of his speeches in the other awards that he's won have been funny and charming, and he's Brad Pitt. People love him. He was great in this movie. I Again, it, it goes back to the it being such a strong year. I did really like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's just when it's stacked up against so many other things, it's not what I'm the most excited about. But um, I do think... I'm cool with Brad Pitt winning. Um, but who I would like to win is Tom Hanks. Um, mostly, I mean, Tom Hanks is America's treasure, but yeah. <laughs> I also just think this movie didn't get the love it deserved either. I'm a huge fan of Marielle Heller, and I thought this movie was so beautiful and so just... Um, there were so many details that were um, just portrayed in a really un- unusual and imaginative way, and... Um, I think I think this kind of movie kind of took a hit because people thought it was about Mr. Rogers, and it's really not. I mean, it's about him, but he's not the main character. So I think when people realized that, that movie kind of fell off the pedestal it had been put on when there was just all the speculation about it. 
Anyway, long story short, I wish Tom Hanks would win just mostly because I want Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood to get something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I it's think it's the only proper. nomination it got. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I think it should have had a production design nom. Like, it's, oh gosh, I just, yeah, it's just such a bummer. But again, I think it's just a victim of the strong year. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually chose my pick and the Academy's pick. Um, what I think the Academy's going to do for Brad Pitt for Once Upon mm-hmm. a Time in Hollywood. Um, well, if you if you listen to movie podcasts, you'll know that, or if you follow Twitter, you'll know that Brad Pitt has, or if you've been watching the award show, you'll know that Brad <laughs> Pitt has been delivering these like amazing speeches mm-hmm. um, when accepting awards. Um, yeah. And... I don't know. Like, I, I think I started to like this film more after I saw it. Um, when I was kind of learning about a little bit of why Quentin wrote the film and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But, um, yeah, I'd like to see Brad Pitt get this. Um, although, if it wasn't Brad Pitt, I would like to see Joe Pesci get it. Oh, he was so good. He, he was, was so the best good. part of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of played a different character for, like what he usually plays and I thought he was yeah. really good in that um in the Irishman um and apparently he doesn't go to award shows so I think it would be really <laughs> funny if they like go to best supporting actor and they're like oh Joe Pesci you got it and then he's like not there yeah because <laughs> that never happens at the Oscar yeah <laughs> that'd be so great yeah and so he Joe Pesci came out of retirement for the Irishman Aww. yeah so he was so good yeah I love that he did that because he doesn't care about the accolades, but yes. he believed in that role and that story. So, and I probably working with so many other legends he's friends with, but it is cool that he did that. It is really cool. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I, I wish I haven't seen a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but I feel like America would like to see Tom Hanks. <laughs> get America this. would not be mad at that. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think. I mean, other than Anthony Hopkins, like I don't think America would be too upset about any of these I don't think so either I mean this this category it's actually kind of shocking that Brad Pitt has emerged as the front runner because yeah. I mean I mean Brad Pitt is a legend but Al Pacino and Joe Pesci and Anthony Hopkins and Tom Hanks like what <laughs> it's just that is one of the most stacked categories I can remember in recent history so good for you Brad that yeah. I mean also a legend, but I think if you just compare him, he just doesn't have the length that the rest of them do. That's the only reason I would think he'd be below them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nuts. Yeah. You and I were talking about this could be a Gen X. Yes. Like, potentially this could be a Gen X, like, nominate sweep. or, yeah, sweet for who actually gets the Oscars. So, so weird. That would be interesting. Good for you guys. Yeah. You olds. No. <laughs> You are, are you on the borderline? I'm on the, I'm a millennial. I'm on the older end, I think. Or is it the younger end? It depends who you ask. I know that I'm a millennial. That's what I know. (laughs) But I think, no, sorry. Younger end. Oh, okay. So yeah, we're like. Gen Z is below us. Yeah, Gen Z. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. (laughs) Cool. All right. Uh, Best supporting actress. I think you and I have the same here. <laughs> I cheated a little bit. Yeah. You did. I did. Did you look at that website? No, I mean, I just picked extra picks. Oh. <laughs> we need to think of something like if one of us gets a Who certain wins? amount. Yeah. Like <laughs> what happens or what yeah. the other one has to do. Ooh, we should. We yeah. Should. Okay. So I think that Laura Dern is going to get this. And I'm not going to lie. I won't be upset mm-hmm. that Laura Dern gets this. Um, I thought... After rewatching Marriage Story, her just her monologue. I know that. I should do that. Her monologue um, when she's talking about Mother Mary and like women and like where we've come from and the different gender roles between being a mother (laughs) and being a father. (laughs) God didn't even show up. Like she is only she could do that scene. Like she does it so well and so effortlessly, and um, yeah, she's amazing. However, <laughs> I want Florence Pugh to get this. Yes. I think 2020, I was talking to someone about this the other day, but 2020 is going to be the year of Florence Pugh, I feel mm-hmm. like. like 2019 was a pretty big year for her, but I think was. you're right. 2020 is like, she, she has the like, cred now. Yeah, she has the cred. People are seeing her face around. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, if you follow her Instagram, she's 
fun to watch. <laughs> like, yeah, I just I love her, and um, even though Saoirse Ronan's character Joe in Little Women uh, was it, it, the story is mainly focused around her. Um, I think Florence Pugh's character is a close second. Like yeah. she she dominates in this film. I love her character. I think she is absolutely amazing. So yeah, yeah. that speech she gives. Um, to young Chalamet has Lari about women and they're just how they don't own anything and while what, she's painting yeah yes. oh my gosh it's just so like good. Sin- I saw that scene before I saw the movie and I had to I turned it off midway through because I was like this is gonna I can't like this is gonna wreck me <laughs> so good oh my god yeah but yep we are super aligned once again um I think Laura Dern no way she doesn't win this but um I'm, I And I also chose Florence Pugh for who I would like to win in an ideal world. But I also feel that way about Laura Dern um, because I, she's just one of my all-time favorite actresses. But also a win for her is also a win for Little Women. <laughs> That's she, so true. Because she she's in party. both. She's yeah. in both. Like, must be kind of awkward. Like, which table do you sit at at the Oscars? Yeah. I guess probably Marriage Story because she's nominated as an actress. But, but yeah, I mean... Oh I man, think... it's kind of like the battle of like yeah. Greta and more than, yeah. <laughs> Noah. Right, they yeah. even share one of their most important actors. It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, Florence Pugh is just, I mean, yeah. I think she stole the show in Little Women. And I wasn't even sure she'd get nominated because she hasn't been in every award show. But when she did, I literally like screamed. And <laughs> I was like, this is so exciting because even if she doesn't win, it shows a recognition of just how stunning her work is like um you know that Midsommar is it was my favorite movie of the year all year until I saw Little Women so it almost made it to the bitter end but I just think she is on a whole other level than uh most actors out there today and I just am really excited that this will continue to even just a nomination will continue to propel her to be taken seriously um but yeah I think Either one of them winning is great. Um, I also love Margot Robbie, but <laughs> just sneak that in there. But yeah, um, she's great too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good category. Yeah, it is a good category. I'm ex- honestly, I haven't seen Richard Jewell, but me neither. I'm ex- I'm excited to see all these women here. Um, yeah. I think Scarlett Johansson did a really great job in Jojo Rabbit, and yes, so, I actually yeah. loved her in Jojo Rabbit. I was excited that. Um, I mean, she was obviously incredible in Marriage Story, but I remember literally thinking to myself during Jojo Rabbit, I was like, this might be my favorite ScarJo role. Yeah. Just, I feel like she's just kind of fits that motherly vibe and I just loved her sense of humor and maybe it was helped by those wonderful costumes that you loved, but, um, yeah, she was really great in that, so. I want to see Scarlett Johansson in more movies like Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit going forward. Like, yes. I am stoked for Black Widow though, but it is it is. We have oh, yeah. She's seen. in Black Widow. Yeah, she she's um Florence Pugh and ScarJo are both in Black Widow, and it's gonna be so amazing. And wow. Rachel Vice. I mean, what like all my favorite people? It's gonna be so good. Man, twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Best actress in a leading actress. role. Ugh, this okay. is a hard category here. It is hard. Oh, I cheated a little bit here too. Oh, you, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I have some, I only cheat with my heart's desire picks, not with obviously who I think is going to win, because that would be extra cheating. But I think, I think Renee Zellweger has this in the bag. I did not like Judy, full disclosure. Um, but I think, I do think she was good in it. I don't know that she was far and away better than everybody else, but um, I think people love her comeback. They like her as a person. Um, and I agree with that. I think seeing her, you know, because she was kind of absent from the Hollywood scene for a while, seeing her have kind of like a renaissance and I think she's very charming. So I'm happy for her. Um, I wish it was for a different movie. <laughs> um, although I do, I do expect her reverence for Judy Garland because I love her as well. Um, but here I picked, I mean, Shersha Ronan, I She's in so many of my favorite movies. She's like a fashion icon. She's wonderful. She's in Little Women. I'm totally biased. I knew I was going to become a broken record. I picked her, but then I also am a huge fan of Cynthia Erivo. Um, I'm definitely late to the game on her, but um, I've 
she's only been in three films. This is her third film, nominated for an Oscar. She kind of um, rose up through musicals. She's like a, she's actually one away from an EGOT. How crazy is that? Wow. If she was to win this, she would be an EGOT winner. I just learned that the other day. Um, but Go her. I know, right? Yeah. She was in Widows last year, which was one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, and then she also... Um, watching an HBO show now called The Outsider, which is like a Stephen King-based miniseries. She's in it, and she plays a really unusual character in that, and I just think her range is crazy. Um, sorry, I didn't expect to go on like a Cynthia Revo love fest tangent. I'm like, which one great. did you choose? <laughs> I mean, I chose that my heart says Shersha Ronan first and foremost, but it would be really, really cool if Cynthia Revo won too. But, I mean, I think it's going to be Renee Zellweger just... Because it hasn't wavered, and yeah, I just don't really see it happening. I think on Gold Derby, Charlize Theron is the next in line, but, mm-hmm. you know, what do they know? So yeah. That's, <laughs> That surprises me, because yeah. I believe that Renee Zellweger has literally won every other, like, award show prior yeah. to this. Yeah, I think she has, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Even I the SAGs, right? On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know what the other rankings are based on, except for gut or, or something, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm the same as you. I I want Sersha Ronan to win this. Um, yeah. I think Renee Zellweger is going to get it. Um, but yeah, I does it bother you at all that um, Cynthia Erivo is kind of being, or the fact that a black woman is in this category for a role like Harriet versus yes. like a different type of role? Does that bother you at all? Or Yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't bother me that it's her for this role uh, because I know just from paying attention to her in interviews that it's important to her mm-hmm. um but I do have a problem with the gatekeeping of the academy right. this is where they're kind of showing again those backwards true colors of you know she's she's one of the only people of color um, nominated in one of the major categories and it does and, you know, that's bad in and of itself, but when it's because she's played a slave, it does feel like, oh, okay, we're fine with this because, you know, this is how we think we remedy getting people of color into the categories, but that's just, yeah, in a big picture role, it's not okay. Yeah. But I do know, well, I don't I don't know her, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know her personally. Right. And... <laughs> I know that she's proud of the work done there, so I'm glad it's recognized, yeah. but, um, yeah, it's definitely... Not a good look. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that's being talked about. And we kind of already went over actress in a supporting role, but I think we both agree that J-Lo was just oh, there. yes. Oh, my gosh. How co- I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I loved her. She should have been there. She should have been there. She should have. And, yeah, it's surprising on a lot of levels. I remember watching the nominations, um, and because they're in alphabetical order, when it, you know, just knowing she wasn't going to be on there, it was just, ugh, crushing. Yeah. Justice for J-Lo. Justice for J-Lo. That's the next <laughs> T-shirt. Super Bowl girl. You yeah. show them. You show them. I know. Them. That would have been perfect for I the Super Bowl. Know. I know. Wow. Yeah. Everybody go see Hustlers. An underappreciated yeah. film by a female filmmaker with great performances. Hundo P. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Best actor in a leading role. You go first. Me first? Okay. I'm sorry. I might have messed up our order. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, okay. So I I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to get this for Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 100% actually. Like I, <laughs> I'd put big money on this. Yeah. Um, however, I really want Adam Driver to get this. Mm. Um, he is so amazing in Marriage Story. Yeah. And he's amazing on SNL. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, <laughs> and he it's was, Kylo Ren in Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> he's the best part about In Star movies. Wars, the report, he's, he's good in the report. <laughs> like, this was the year of Adam Driver, and I love that marriage story. I don't know. He just, the scenes where he gets mad, mm-hmm. I was scared. Let's just say that. I, yeah. I, I absolutely love him. I think he deserves this. He had a great year, and kind of knowing his story and where he's come from and just even seeing the lineage of of his work in the film industry is crazy like Mm -hmm. from girls till now like he literally can do any type of role I feel like and I want to see more of him in 2020 I 
I will be so happy if he gets this. Oh I will say gosh. that. Yeah. But my second place would be Adam Sandler for Uncut oh, Gems. Oh, yeah. If it yeah. had been no- nominated, but it was not nominated. <sighs> so, yep. There we are. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, so, out of the four main acting categories, I'm probably being naive, um, but I think there's going to be an upset somewhere. Um, and I may be holding on too much to last year where Glenn Close literally won every award um, for Best Actress except for the Oscars when Olivia Coleman won it. And I just remember <laughs> that moment and everyone was just like, what? It was so sad for Glenn Close, but it was so amazing. But I feel like, and things are about to get crazy with my picks across the board, but I feel like because the Oscars are so, they're the last big award show of the year, and it is kind of a weird year because it's a, a tighter schedule. The Oscars are about three weeks earlier than they typically are. So this logic may not apply. But I do feel like there gets to be a little bit of fatigue with um, the same thing happening. And Oscar voting closes, I think, two days before the award show. So what I'm getting at is I'm putting an upset into the universe and I'm putting it here. I'm putting that Adam Driver will win for Marriage Story. You're so positive. You're so (laughs) positive right now. I'm probably just being ridiculous. Um, I, he probably won't. I, it'll definitely be Joaquin if not him, but, um, Joaquin's great in the Joker. I just want to throw that out there. I have nothing against him in the Joker, but agreed. I just would love to see Adam get it. Yeah. I love that you're being really positive though. (laughs) I'm trying to be, I, I think, you know, before, I remember earlier in the year, there was so much talk about him and all the movies he had coming out and like like you said, how versatile he is. And I just remember people kept saying, this is his award to lose. This is what his award to lose. Um, yeah, love Joaquin Phoenix, love pretty much every single thing that he does. So I'm fine with him winning for Joker. But I do feel like as the seasons unfolded, here's where I could see voters being like, you know what would be really great is if Adam Driver got the credit he deserves for the year he's had. Even not just for this movie, but I do think there could be a little bit of bias snuck in there for um, how just present he was in 2019. Um, yeah, so I just think I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there that he wins and that that's what I want to happen. <laughs> and I'll probably be proved wrong, but... Gosh. I love it. I love yeah. it. And I do think the SNL thing was a very well-timed bit of... Uh, propaganda for himself it was good i wonder how many academy voters watch snl that's a good question i don't know if it's all that many (laughs) to be honest (laughs) i don't know what the overlap is like (laughs) but he was so great he's been great every time he's hosted especially this time so i think he wants it a little more than he lets on so he may have also been putting a little bit more energy into campaigning that's the end here so we'll see this is uh my big Probably biggest, least likely upset on my ballot. (laughs) I hope it happens. Me too. All right. Is it me for director? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So this may make more sense when we get into best picture, but I have kind of a long game strategy here. I have Sam Mendes, or Mendes, depends on if you're British or however you say it. We are not British. We're not British. (laughs) We say Sam Mendes. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I say Mendes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like Sean Mendes. Um, I have him here for 1917. Wait, for who you think the... For who I think will win. Okay. Yes. He won the Globe for this. he tied, I think, with Bong at the Critics' Choice. So I definitely think it's between him and Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho is who I would like to win for this. Um, but I think Mendes will win it here as part of my long game theory for Best Picture. Um, which, you know, he's made a lot of really great movies. Um, I'm a James Bond fan, and I will <laughs> never forget what Skyfall was like, and Sam Mendes is responsible for that. Um, and I do think that 1917 was a feat, um, regardless of how it stacks up into my favorite films of the year. It's not my favorite, but, um, it's really impressively done. And I do think that 1917 comes out of this with like one of the hugest awards. I'm not sure which one. I think it'll be this one, but you do think it will be this one. Yeah. I think, I think 1917 will get director. Um, 
it could easily go ugh, the opposite between him and Bong on this. Um, but yeah, I'll explain more later, but I think this is what I have here. I'm Again, I'm just putting hear. the vibes in the universe for a long game plan. I'm way overthinking <laughs> I hope the Academy <laughs> listens to this. Let's, let's so release cute. this tomorrow. They should they know it's good for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I... Okay, I I was really I was really negative here. <laughs> uh oh, no, not negative. I mean, like in these last two categories, I feel like mm-hmm. I wasn't very positive. Um, You'll probably be right. So yeah. it's good. It's good to guard your heart. Yeah, I think Quentin Tarantino is gonna get this. Really? Yeah, that could totally happen. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why I think that. Um, not to spoil my last one, but I think 1917 is gonna get best picture, and so mm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I obviously want Bong Joo-ho to get this. Um, just the the footage of him at the SAG Awards whenever his cast gets best ensemble. And someone asked him, hey, have you planned your Oscars speech yet? And he goes, tonight's the night about my actors yeah. and I don't want to talk about me. And I'm just like, Bong. Yeah. The weight of my heart. He's great. Yeah. Obviously, I would love to see Bong Joo-ho get it. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I'm like, I don't know. I think that Bong really probably has like a 49% chance of getting it in my mind. Yeah. 49%? Yes. Oh, that's very specific. <laughs> but it makes sense. Yeah. On the edge of negative. I'm, I'm eager to hear what you think for best picture. Okay. Yep. All right. You want me to go? I feel yeah, like no, this you is go, a big one. You go. Okay. So. I, already, I already said what I thought. Oh, yes. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. So for best picture... I put Parasite here. It is totally... I mean, okay. So I put... I actually cheated in a lot of these. I put... I think Parasite will win, but... Which I would be thrilled with. I love that movie, and it would mean so many important things for that movie to win. Um, Obviously, I would love Little Women to win. Did you say what what you... Oh, wait, wait. We haven't gotten there. Sorry. I was like, did you say what you wanted to win for Best Picture? But it's because you you snuck in here. Um, Little Women was my favorite film of the year. I'm just going to leave that there. Um, So important. But um, I would be almost equally as stoked if Parasite won. And I actually think it will win. Um, Some people have called me crazy. But I think between Best Picture and Best Director... I could see this flip-flopped as well. I could see totally 1917 winning Best Picture and Bong Joon-ho winning Director. Mm-hmm. Um, I was conflicted between flipping those, but I think this is really going to be a spread-the-love situation between these two categories. Um, obviously, 1917, kind of surprisingly, has really been a juggernaut in winning Best Picture at a lot of other awards. Um, but I believe in Parasite because I think about last year with Roma how I mentioned earlier it was the it was the favorite for best picture it didn't win Mm -hmm. it did win best international but it came so close to winning both and I remember at the time everybody was like that can't happen that never happens like what are the odds it didn't happen but I feel like the parasite love is even stronger especially late in the game it was like Roma was a front runner from the start parasite has kind of accumulated that over time but is this for the academy or for the viewers I think both because especially the viewers for sure and especially all like the goodwill that's been built with you know like you said um, people I think are in love with Bong Joon-ho and just yeah. his personality and his love. The Bong Hive. Yeah the Here Bong Hive. Um, I think for sure with viewers but I also think this could work with the Academy because of the preferential balloting. I think um, Parasite is the most likely film to benefit from that because you know, a lot of people will have could have a variety of different things at their at their number one spot, but I think it's going to be pretty consistent that Parasite is toward the top between like number one and number three. Um, so yeah, I just I could totally see that happening where certain things cancel each other out because they're if something is too universally uh, if something is is considered likely to be a number one, it almost could be a downfall because like. If a lot of people put it at number one, but a good enough amount put other films there, then it kind of falls to what's most universally in people's number two or number three, you know? Yeah. And I just think that this movie is really beloved and respected, that I, that I think it could win. Not necessarily because it's everybody's number one, but 
because of the way the math could work with the weird balloting at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, I think people would be happy about it. Um, is it super likely? I don't know, but that's kind of my, I have this feeling, even like you said with other categories earlier, that there's going to be a lot of love spread throughout this, that something doesn't come away with sweeping a whole bunch of important categories. Yeah. So this is just the way that I would like it to happen. <laughs> and I think could happen, but I don't know what the total likelihood is. I feel so... Oh, wait, no. I, I did... I was like, I feel so negative right now because the only thing I have Parasite, like, winning from the... Like, what I think the Academy will give it is international feature. Mm. I mean, that... that could totally happen. That could happen. Though. Yeah. And it's probably the more likely thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, one other thing, though, about Parasite that I think has going for it is, again, on the discussion of uh, the representation of people of color in important categories, specifically acting categories, mm-hmm. I think this could be a way, not saying that this is okay, but I think that this could be a way that people recognize the cast of Parasite. Um, and it's part of the reason why I ended up going with Parasite Best Picture, Mendes, Mendes, for 1917 for Best Director instead of the other way around is because I think people too late have come to appreciate the body of work of the cast of Parasite too. But So your guess is kind of political. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit political, a little bit mathematical, a little bit emotional. <laughs> Probably wrong either way. Can I change mine? I want par- I want to guess. <laughs> yes, I want to be positive. I'm going to change mine. <laughs> we make the rules. You can okay, change it. I think that the I think that the academy will rec- recognize Parasite. Yay. That's and it's good. okay if it's not just because it's an amazing film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it has like a rare um chance where it's an amazing film and also it winning would be really important on a lot of different scales. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't think it winning people could say, oh, like this just won for political reasons. Like, I think it's kind of been across the board um, in importance and quality. Yeah. I don't know. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be like Jojo Rabbit or something. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> Everyone would just be like, what? Can you count the ballots? <laughs> Jojo Rabbit's great. I recommend yeah. you see it. But if it's it, less no chance. Actually, I think if Ford versus Ferrari won. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh man, it could happen. It totally could happen. It could happen. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was our first recording. We did it. We did it. Oh man. We both had so many butterflies, but I feel a lot better now. Good. Half a bottle of wine down. (laughs) We did a lot of homework for this too. We did a lot of homework. Yeah. (laughs) It was fun homework. It was fun. It it did require some uh, effort to get ready. (laughs) So what's next? What are we going to do next? So next... Yeah, I think next we'll recap the Oscars after the award show. Which is on February 9th. Yes, February 9th. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I wish I could fast forward and yeah. <laughs> see what see crazy what things will happen. I'm yeah. also just excited for... I'm excited about the presenters. I'm excited about the inevitable just weird audience things that will happen. There's like so many other things you could predict with the Oscars too. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I think I think we've done a good job. I, I think, think we're making too. good decisions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll think of something if it, whoever gets the most right will will do something. <laughs> yeah. Will they be celebrated, or will the person who loses have to Ooh. do something embarrassing? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have our office vote, and then Ooh, we can. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening.